when you listen to the show, if we are wrong or we don't know what we're talking about, that is perfectly fine. And you can correct us anywhere you want on Twitter, on Instagram, or on Facebook. You can find us at Not A Historian Podcast or at Not Historians. That's fine because we just jump on the internet, go to the library, talk to people, watch some interviews, and do the basic research we can just to show that two average Joes can do it. Exactly. We're not historians. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Well, maybe he walked around with jelly beans. That's what it is. Maybe he walked around with jelly I think beans so. I think he, and he was at the crime scene and stuff and be like, nah, see, nah, I got these jelly beans, see, nah. We're just two dudes that came up with an idea and we said we should know more about the everyday world around us, like why are beer bottles the shape they are. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression. Get ready to take notes, boys and girls. It's another edition of the Not Historians Podcast, with your hosts, Desmond Dunn and Shalom Agulavin. We are here today to continue our adventures in video game history. That's correct. Histories of video gaming. And we have a very special guest. Uh, do you want to introduce him? You want him to introduce himself? You know, I, I think I, I like it when the guests introduce themselves because. Well, then let him. Oh, please, please do. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Knock from the Geek Yoga Podcast. That's right. We have we have one of the best people in the world here, a fellow member of the Nerd Podcast Mafia. So I'm super excited to have him here because he's never actually been on my Nerd Podcast Mafia show. Uh-huh. No one has. That's how we roll. Uh, but now we brought him on here. He runs Geek Yogurt. It's an interesting podcast. Guys sit around, talk nerdy, but they do a way better job sometimes than we do on the Nerdtastic 4. Having him here today, though, is really interesting because today we're going to talk about Sony and PlayStation. And I am not a big Sony or PlayStation guy, so I thought it would be cool to bring in two people that had a little bit more history with it than I did. Yeah. Do you guys want to quickly just run down your history with Sony, with the PlayStation? Uh, You can go first since you're here. That's him. Me. I I was pointing at you. Oh, you were pointing at me. So (laughs) We're going to cut this from the show? (laughs) No, we're not. You may go. I'm recording this too. (laughs) So now you have to explain to people. Okay. All right. Yeah. So my my introduction to Sony and and the PlayStation was, uh, in fact, a friend of mine, we were in, I think, middle school. He had Final Fantasy VII and went over to his house for the weekend. And we had a, an entire weekend of playing Final Fantasy VII. So I can't remember the year, but it was the PlayStation had just recently come out. His dad was in sales, and so he had all like the really cool stuff. Uh, the Sony PlayStation being the coolest thing he had at the moment, next to you know the Star Wars trilogy. And we would play the game. Well, it was Final Fantasy, so really I was a spectator. He was playing the game. I was watching how how the uh, the 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 mana system or the Mako system worked together. The materia system, I'm sorry, went together and just enjoying all overall the entire uh, gameplay. So, I mean, that, that was my introduction to Sony at, at an early age. I, I, like I said, I was in middle school. Remember thinking I have to get this, I have to get a PlayStation and I have to play Final Fantasy seven. And oddly enough, I, when I finally did get a PlayStation of my own, I had Final Fantasy seven. Mm-hmm. And I played through Final Fantasy VII to the end, never beat Final Fantasy VII. I Wait a minute, how do you play it to the end and never beat it? That is the end. No, no, no. The end of the game, like the last boss. I'm fighting Sephiroth. <laughs> Sephiroth's final form. <laughs> and 
and couldn't uh, and didn't beat the didn't beat the game. Excuse me, there didn't beat the game. Still to this day, I have not beaten the game. All right, well that's interesting because I would have figured you would have beaten it by now. But I mean, you would also probably thought that about Mega Man X, and I still haven't beaten that game either. Okay, so knock. What about you? Uh, I borrowed one from a friend of mine in tenth grade, and he lent me the game Mortal Kombat Sub Zero. After oh. I I got hooked on that game, so. Uh, I went to the local Ames department store when they were still open and bought one for myself. Brand new PlayStation 1 for $100. Wow. And then I just kept on playing from there. I, I would pick up games here and there from uh, yard sales and flea markets and just kept on playing. Guy down the street from me, my experience, had a PlayStation. Yeah. Had Resident Evil. Okay. I go play Resident Evil with your friends. So yeah. that, that was it. That was really my only experience. I didn't have a PlayStation. At all, I got a PlayStation 1 in 2004 Wow! when I went to college. That was the system I went to college with was a uh, PlayStation 1. Yeah. I was a broke college student. I didn't have all the systems. Okay, some of us weren't kid rich. I mean, yeah. we didn't have kid. a maid and 40 systems. I'm not sure who had a maid and 40, 40 systems that you're referring to, but it certainly wasn't I. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, that that's. I think it'll be interesting to see how we compare because we have a good... I know experience here because me, I'm not really big into it. I played a little bit. Uh, Medal yeah. of Honor was at the time on there, you know. Yeah. I played some of that. That was it. And then you, uh, when we get to PlayStation Two, I know have a problem. Uh, <laughs> you had an addiction. <laughs> yeah, it might have been a little of addiction, a little bit of addiction of an addiction. Just, just so knock knows because I know uh-huh. and he should know. How many games, when you ended up having to sell your collection, how big was your PlayStation 2 collection? So I feel like you love bringing this up because you like talking about the pain that it caused. No, I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about the pain. Oh, you just want to talk about how many games I had. Yes. Thanks for minimizing my my pain. I appreciate that. (laughs) That's what Uh, I do. Indeed. I I went through the troubles of buying a game, buying an extra controller and a memory card, and then going to the local video store and renting a PS2. See this oh, guy. Okay. This guy knows how what real life is like. So, so tell him about your your life. So I <laughs> I had about three hundred and forty PS2 games. Oh, dude. do you hear that? Yeah. Do you hear that? Wow. I have like yeah. one hundred and twenty Xbox three sixty games. I'm like I'm I'm gonna have to when I die. They're gonna cart them out. Like <laughs> and people are gonna look on and cover their mouths while they watch. You yeah. were just like, I need to twice. find more games. Yeah, twice as many, indeed. I don't know how that, how that worked. Uh, anyway, Sony. Sony yeah. is the genesis of the PlayStation. In a lot of ways, the genesis is the genesis of the PlayStation. So is the NES. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation here. Wow, that was... I, I like the way you, you spun that. I mean, wow, that was interesting. Well, it's true. But we have to start farther back in the history. Do you know when Sony started? No, go ahead and walk me through that. When did Sony start? 1946. Does anyone know what, what 1946 was about? Yeah, 1946 was right after World War II, correct? That, that, you know correct, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm glad you you know okay. this. So were, were they selling, I mean, you said that Sony was founded after that. Were they selling, like, what did they sell? Because we know them for electronics. Were they That's selling? exactly, they were a telecommunications company. Okay. And they actually built a lot of stuff, tape recorders, uh, radios. And they made a killing at it because the Japanese, you know, infrastructure was destroyed. Sony was the first one to make the Walkman. They made the Walkman. They ta- they made tape recorders, the Type G. I know that was a popular one. I had a Sony boombox when I was a kid. I had a Sony 
Walkman. Uh, did you have Sony stuff? I assume you had Sony stuff, not because everyone had Sony stuff growing up. Your VCR. Or yeah, something. I had a Sony VCR, and I had an old Sony. I think it was the pre predecessor to the the actual Walkman. It was you know like about ten inches long with a recorder. It was a, a giant Walkman, I guess you could call it. Um, Man, I have no But it had a shoulder idea. strap. It didn't have a belt clip. Oh, that's awesome, though. Yeah, man, you oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Yes. Never the one it. you put over. You put, no, you wore it crossbody style. Yeah. And it hooked up, and it was really big, and it took, like, three or four, like, D-cells, I want to say. Damn. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I remember it actually came with those big-ass headphones. Yeah. Yeah. I did not have one. My dad had one, though. So it was really interesting. Um. So they, they were making just radios and these tape recorders and Walkman and stuff. Okay. And that opened the door for them to sell more and more electronics like boom boxes and VCRs and yeah. TVs and such. Um, so basically, they were kind of the MC Hammer of the day, right? They were trying to put people back to work after the war. Is that is that correct? Well, I don't know. That was what they were doing. They were just trying. They were just trying to make business and have electronics in Japan. That wasn't a thing. All right. At the time, you know, the war was just over. They just kind of got nuked. The only country to get nuked twice. So they were kind of dealing with some things. They were occupied. Yeah. They wanted to have their own market, so they're dealing with all this stuff. I don't really have a context culturally for it to answer that all. All right, that's fair. Um, but they started doing consumer electronics. Yeah. And that got them a cash flow, a solid cash flow. Uh, Sony products have a reputation. Yeah. I mean, uh, they've always had that reputation. And it allowed Sony to look into other areas and other business ventures. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how we got, like, the Karate Kid and Men in Black. Those are Sony movies. Okay. Uh, they also have the rights to James Bond, one of your favorite characters. They do, yeah. And Spider-Man, as we all know. So, Sony and Spider-Man, maybe not so much as Sony and James Bond, but still, you I mean, know. Still a big deal. Don't they yeah. have so Fantastic you, Four also? You know what? You're Fox. right. They, they, I thought they did. Fox. Oh, it, oh, okay. Fox has Fantastic Four? Fox. Fox had the X-Men. They do. Oh, and the Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought they had the Fantastic Four because they have Logan, too. Who put out that first terrible Fantastic Four movie? Which one? Yeah. The one with just Touche. <laughs> well, it's what they do. They make movies, they make electronics, right. they make computers, they make everything. And yeah. they also make something very interesting. Okay, what's that? The PlayStation. Oh, yes. The yeah, most interesting. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the best way to get there because Sony is really just a basic company. It doesn't have this exciting history like Sega or Nintendo or Atari did of yeah. being a startup that came out of nowhere and revolutionized the industry. Or having a super long history that changed over time, or being a company that got sold back and forth and kind of lost its identity and came back around. No, it's pretty much a business. Right. And then they made electronics, and then Nintendo, and then we're going to do a thing. Right. And then them and Sega want to do a thing. Both times it was a CD ROM attachment. Exactly. Yeah. Coleco messed it up, uh, you know, at CES, mm-hmm. had Donkey Kong going, they broke the Nintendo deal. Nintendo right. went to Sega. Sega already started work on their own console with CD technology. Sega CD, yeah. Said no thanks. Yeah. And so we got the PlayStation. Right. So I think it's point. It's interesting because from what I understand in the, of the history, PlayStation, the PlayStation was going to be the name of the console, the joint console between Nintendo and Sony. So when Sony, when play, uh, excuse me, when Nintendo decided to back out of the deal, Sony then said, you know what, we're still going to launch with the PlayStation. And we're going to call it the PlayStation. Yeah. The PlayStation. Now, you guys know it as PlayStation. One word, two words. Uh, one word. One word. All right. And that's the deal. The PlayStation was originally two words because that was the NES ah. deal. 
And in fact, it had a code name, which is what most of us guys would probably call it, which is the PSX. That's what we, well, I mean, we've all called it that at one point. It's the PS or the PSX. But when the PS2 came out, PS1, whatever, PSX was the code name that they actually had for the project. They came up with a a smaller, like, mobile version of the the PS1 that you can attach a small screen to. And I think they called that the PSX also. They did. It was it was the PSX because it was originally the slim and it was a little round one. Yeah, it's about half the size. And then they they added that little screen to it that you could do it. And it was it was cool. I didn't ever buy the screen. I didn't ever buy the screen, but I always wanted the screen. I mean, I wanted the screen too. We and my friend that I was telling you about, Jamel, had one. He had one when we were taking on trips to when we were traveling and whatnot. He had he had one. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, because you know, in the late eighties, they had the NES, right? Super Nintendo. And it was pretty cool, but it used cartridges, which were kind of old-fashioned in yeah. the way of thinking. Well, CDs were new. That was really what everyone re- – you guys remember when CDs came out became popular. Sure. You had tapes. I mean, when we were in school, it was tapes. Right. When you first started school, everyone traded tapes third grade. You had tapes fourth grade. Middle school, though. You had CDs. CDs. And so CDs became a thing. Well, Nintendo decided in 1991 they were going to do a deal with, with Sony to have – the PlayStation yeah. attachment or next console, whatever they were going to do with it eventually. Yeah. So what I recall was that the deal with Nintendo was going to be that Sony was going to be responsible for orchestrating the uh, CD-ROM technology. And then Nintendo was going to be responsible for developing the console. Like yeah. The, the SNES, uh, what was it? Super PlayStation or something like that uh, was going to be able to play SNES games and CD-ROMs. Right. right. It was going to be kind of like the Sega CD ended up yeah. being for Sega. And that's who they turned to. But the head of Nintendo, right before uh, Consumer Electronics 91, right. found out about the deal like in detail and learned that they were signing like all the rights away to Sony. To the, right, to the CD portion of the technology. Right, but also yeah. but also some of the game rights. Oh, okay. So they would have got content deals and IP deals out of that it. That makes sense. So they said, no, 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 hold on. Cancel it. So they get up there. They show up at... They show up at, at Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah. And without warning, didn't tell Sony. He goes, we are making it with Philips. Right. Which is which is dangerous. So they decided So they decided at that point to kind of double cross uh, Sony at that time? Is that well, they true? just broke the deal. Oh, you know, terrible. and Sony tried to go to Sega. Sega yeah. already had a thing going. But what's really crazy is Sony's response. Yeah. Because Sony's response was that they decided they were keeping the name. Uh-huh. They were going to keep the program running. And not only that, that they really didn't like the way that Nintendo had disrespected it. Right. So you know a guy, uh, King Kudaragi. Oh, King Kudaragi, yeah, the father of the PlayStation. Absolutely. That's, that's right. I know about and he said ride or die. I mean, this guy, okay, so from what I know about Ken, Ken is uh, Ken is an, an, an intense man. He's also an, an, an engineer. He's an, he's an He was engineer. the head of the PlayStation program. So not only was he the head of the PlayStation program, he's also the designer, the developer, for the CPU that they used yeah, in the place. That was why he did it. They originally, yeah. he sold Nintendo on the idea of using the CPU yeah. that Sony had because they were electronics right. manufacturer. He had already developed, I think it was a sound chip for the SNES. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that that's what they were that's what they were doing. They were they were making the sound chips. They were do they had these mm-hmm. deals already in place. Then then he made the CD ROM portion too. Like they designed the whole thing around the CPU that was already developed. And he said to the head of Sony, the president of Sony, because this is a big Sony at the time. Right. It didn't have its own unit yet. Uh, Norigo Oga, right? Yeah. Okay. So Oga's like, I don't know if we should do this. He calls a board meeting, and Ken convinces all of them mm-hmm. that they need to not settle for the disrespect 
that they did. So the decision was made uh, to go ahead with the PlayStation, but it was super controversial inside Sony. It was so controversial that they actually moved the program from Sony Corp to yeah. Sony Music. Now, this was also because they had the yeah. CD infrastructure and the distribution. They could show them how to handle making CDs, mm-hmm. producing CDs, all of that. But it had to become a whole separate company to deal with the inner turmoil that was caused by the decision to go forward with it. That's insane. Right. Yeah. And it would lead to, in 1993, they actually made a con- Sony Computer Entertainment a division. Oh, okay. You know, was founded. It was a project for one winner in, in the music, and then it came over. And it was demoed for the industry. It was demoed for developers. Oh. It was demoed for outside studios and everything. And then it hit It hit in 94. Yeah. And then in 95, it hit the U.S. Because in 94, it was just Japan, and it went over. And as yeah. we all know... The PS just dominated. It, uh, 120 million consoles were sold. Yeah, the PlayStation was one of the fastest. Uh, actually, the PlayStation itself was one of the most the fastest consoles to generate. Right? It was. It was the first console to sell 100 million consoles. Oh wow! Okay. I know that. And it it had. I mean, the other thing is it had this huge library because they really worked to develop. Whereas Nintendo works to develop their own intellectual property uh-huh. and reserve rights and make sure their games are straight. Yeah. And most developers do something like that. Sony's really the one that paved the way for you have to get everyone involved. You have to get the community, the industry involved. So they just branched out. Yeah. And they had thousands of titles. I mean, you know how many titles there are for the PlayStation. Right. Several. Right. Oh, well, several thousand. Several yeah, thousand. yeah. I was about to say seven, but, you know, way more yeah. than seven. Yeah. Way more than seven. Uh, and it's crazy. And the PlayStation 2 had backwards compatibility with it. Right. Which at this point in time, you know, was something that Nintendo didn't have with this, the Super Nintendo games. Or the uh, the regular Nintendo, Nintendo games, games were not backwards compatible with the the Super Nintendo the games. games. Didn't work with GameCube. They didn't work with games. No, yeah. you did have Super Game Boy. Where you could put Game Boy games in the Super, in Nintendo. Super Nintendo, right? That's right. But that doesn't really count because the Game Boy was a handheld, right? But I'm just saying that was that was the closest thing you had to something like that besides yeah. computers. That's a good point. And uh, honestly, the PS2 fights in my mind. Uh, this is not part of the subject, but if you guys want to weigh in, because I, I just like to add these tidbits. Right. The NES, the N64, the 360, the PS2. Definitely on my top five list. I don't know which one's the best. So what do you think? Which one do you think is the best? Now, what's your favorite system, Knock? I mean, my favorite system overall is the PlayStation. Uh, it was the first console I was actually able to beat games on. Okay. Uh, but I, Nintendo and Caliga were my first console, so I always have a soft spot mm-hmm. for them. I used to, there was a game called, I, I keep calling it Cat and Mouse, but the actual name of it, because I went to my parents' house and looked at it, is a mouse trap. Oh, okay. And it's very much like I told you, you know, it's the Pac-Man with the cat and mouse and you get yeah. the cheese. I love that game. That was on ColecoVision. I used to play it when I was a kid. Oh, Mark. yes. I do remember that. Uh, there was like squares. Yeah. That actually worked as furniture. You couldn't, you couldn't go over them. You had to go around them to get to the mouse. Shalom, what about you? What's the, what, where, where does the PlayStation or a PlayStation Two, like, because these are the best, con- the best-selling consoles. So you know, I'm a big Sega fan, but since Sega's, you know, uh, from a console perspective, is no longer in, ex- in existence, uh, the PlayStation Two for me was a revolutionary system. I got the PlayStation Two close to when it came out in 2000. Right, All close right. to when it came out in 2000, I was able to to play a lot of the games. The first game I played on the PS Two was Orphan Scion of Sorcery. And I was actually into the series Orphan Scion of Sorcery. And so I was playing through the game. <laughs> Sad to admit, another game on PlayStation system that I have not beaten. But 
I thought that like, I fell in love with the graphics, the the enhanced graphics, the ability to to uh, have a new world of, of, ex, of uh, to explore rather. The PlayStation just killed it for me because like yeah. the Xbox was a thing, but the only thing I ever played on there was Fusion Frenzy with my roommate. He uh-huh. had an Xbox, and then I have the Dreamcast. I've always had Dreamcast. I liked it. I really just played like Crazy Taxi and Blitz. Yeah. Uh, the GameCube. Chris had a GameCube. Never played it. I'm, I'm not a GameCube guy. Uh, so those were the gener- that was the generation of systems yeah. actually I think I'm trying to remember in my head as I do but uh, the PlayStation Two I got one really late like I think after the PS3 had launched yeah like oh, wow. 2005 or so 2006 okay. and the only game I can remember really 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 woke me up got me back into gaming Resident Evil Four okay because uh, I had a bum ass PlayStation Two and a bum ass copy of Resident Evil uh huh. Not to say it was hacked or anything, but, you know, I just I had this version. <laughs> okay. And it wouldn't save. The save function wouldn't work. Yeah. So I had to pause my I had to pause my console, put my controller down, turn the TV off, go to school, come back. Oh, man. And play the game. So and hope that it didn't through. get turned off. Yeah. No, I mean, it was in my, I had my own room. Oh, okay. I had roommates. Awesome. So I was good. I, we didn't, we didn't, the Xbox 360, I think, was the first communal system that we shared where I left it out for everyone because I bought, that was my. Biggest purchase in college was an Xbox, oh. but uh, I remember that just because I didn't realize the PlayStation was a big thing. Like Shalom told me, I didn't even I had to go look at it. I didn't know that one sold one hundred and like twenty, and one sold like one hundred and fifty million. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, but back in those days, you really didn't have that kind of access to numbers like that unless you were sure. subscribed to magazines and stuff. So, well, no, I just meant like I didn't know they were that plentiful. Like when I went to game with people, like not a lot of people. I felt like just had that or everyone had that. Yeah, and it turns yeah. out like half the U.S. in total would have them. Have them. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, I've, I've logged hours on that machine because of Tekken Tag and Resident Evil yeah. and uh, Gran Turismo. Like those games. Good games. Really yeah. Good. I mean, oh, those, yeah, are all games. Games. those are my top three on the system. Tekken Tag will win on any system. Well, ever. You know, speaking of games, <laughs> of uh, fighting games like that, one, I'm not a Tekken fan. I never have been. I can appreciate Tech and Tag because it brought something to the game. It's okay. I beat your ass at Soul Calibur oh, too. Yeah, before. that's true. That's true. But that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, but they have four. They have four thousand games. I think. Yeah, something like that. Plus, it has the whole back catalog of oh, PS One games, which right. is probably half that. Yeah. So I think part of what what Sony did at launch like that was they they worked really hard to get indie developers to work for it. But I read somewhere in my research that they're because we know that Nintendo has it quite the... Yeah, you brought that up in the Nintendo episode. Right. Uh, the Nintendo certification. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo has this really detailed uh, certification process to be able to license for their licensees for games. Well, PlayStation had something similar. In fact, in a lot of comparisons, PlayStation's or Sony's uh, process was a lot more stringent than Nintendo's. I See, I didn't know that because I, I never pay attention. Do you pay attention to what it takes for developers? I mean, Steam, I do. Green light, but knock. Do you ever pay attention to like the hurdles they have to go through to get on different ports or systems? No, not really. I mean, it it, it also depends on the the game. They can push a game through, and it can be crap, and that goes all the way back to the regular NES. You look at uh, the original X Men game on the Nintendo Home Entertainment System. That's just knock, a crap you are, game. You are my you are my you are my man because you know what? I was actually in preparation for this. Episode I was in the Nerdtastic Four. I was downloading some ROMs that I needed, yeah. and I was like, "I have to get a bad game. My go-to bad game for the NES, X Men, X Men, Uncanny." So, what did you think about what did you think about uh, Kabuki Quantum Fighter? I don't like the 
Never heard of it. Never heard of it. That's that's the correct answer. He's going to do that a lot when we get to games. I mean, because yeah. the, P- the PS2 has so many titles, man. You can't it just... Does. You know what You know what I liked about the PS2? And what I think, actually, if I remember correctly, convinced me to buy it was... What's that? DVD player. Because I had a DVD player yeah. that I bought when, like, DVDs first came out. Because I was more of a movie guy. I still am. Yeah. Than a gamer. So that's that's an interesting point you bring up. Because the all the other up until this point, <sighs> CD systems didn't have any... They didn't have that DVD quality. But... The PlayStation itself, like in the beginning, the PS1, had the ability to play music CDs. It also could play yeah, CDGs. Yeah. Like, but that's karaoke. The, which, is, which is karaoke. But the other the other systems didn't have that ability. Right. No, I get it. It's a bonus feature. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because I bought one of the Moot DVDs from Kmart when they first came out. And I had a friend who used like, his employee discount. Uh-huh. And it was like, I don't, I don't know, 100 and some odd. I mean, it was like almost 200 bucks for a, a DVD player. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like the apex. It was like the bottom line. Oh, man. Or you like, could buy a PS2. Not and, at the time, because oh. this is like right when, D, this is like 2000. This is right yeah. when DVD players came out. First movie I got was Crafting Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I got I to gotta have a new DVD player because my DVD player broke. And I went to the store and they had like a used at the pawn shop, because that's where I go to the store. It's a pawn oh, shop. That's, that's what you mean? Is the store? <laughs> hmm. They had a they had a used they had a used PS2, and I was like, I will buy this. And then my roommate showed me how to put a hard drive in it and hack yeah. it. And I have a hard drive in my PS2 that I have currently at the house. Um, I, I have it because I wanted. It came with uh, Final Fantasy XI online. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Viet broke my roommate. I don't. I didn't mean to name him there, but he <laughs> broke my. He broke my. He broke my door. And uh, he broke the door on my PlayStation, put it back on, and it never worked right. And it would scratch and, like, not lock. Like, it would have to, like, go in, like, three times to settle. Oh. So, one time when he was going on vacation, I just swapped our hard drives. And nice. he has my – the only way you know the difference, because I checked him out, and I was like, he will know if I did it. Yeah. Because we actually have the, the – you know, inside, the drives are made by two different companies. Like, some yeah. are Sega – or not Sega. Some are Sony. I did that in the last episode, and I kept calling <laughs> Sega Sony. Now I'm calling Sony Sega. It's yeah. great. But Magnavox, Philips, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's one company. Right. I think they made the other one. So you might have a Philips uh, DVD drive in your PS2 if you go take it apart yeah. like an idiot. I've done that before. I've taken mine apart. Uh, I've taken mine apart a couple of times. Sure okay. have. I mean, I've taken it apart to do some things some, some, with yeah. a marker and other, <laughs> <laughs> other items of ill repute to it. But the PS3. Now, this is where my knowledge drops out. Okay. It's 2006, uh, 2006, right? Yeah. I had already had an Xbox. I know that. An Xbox 360. I didn't want it. Uh, it had Blu-ray, but at the time, we didn't know Blu-ray was going to be the thing. I was really still baking on yeah. HD DVD, which oh, sounds wow. so bad. It's like LaserDisc is going to come back over. Yeah. Uh, I, we camped out to get it. Actually, I camped out. It was supposed to be me and my roommate yet again, and then he was like, I'm getting cold. I have to go. I'll be right back. <laughs> and then came back like five minutes before the door opened. Oh, that's lame. We bought it. Uh, we bought it. We went home. We played it. We played it for like two or three days. Took it back. Really? Yeah. I, ha- I hate to say it's true. And then I think the Wii came out shortly thereafter. Okay. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think the Wii came out within like months or weeks. Hmm. Uh, and we went and camped out, and we didn't get one of those. And then we went to Walmart, and they had one. Because <laughs> we went to Walmart on the way home, and they had them. And I, that was it. I like how you point out Walmart as the, as a store, but then you point out that the pawn shop is the, the store. store. Yeah. Where did you buy your last TV at? At the... Because oh, <laughs> I sent you to... Oh, because you sent me to the store. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. Now, uh, 
there's the there's the newest Sony, which I don't have. The newest PlayStation. Uh, you talking about the PlayStation Three? Is that what we're no still the at? four? Oh, I mean, well, I talk about three. If you got something to say about the three, guys, go ahead. Sorry, I move along. My own I, train of thought. I have know. nothing about the three. I went with the Wii. Yeah, you went with the Wii. So I, I, Wii. I got I have a Wii as well, but I got the PS3. The PS3 to me took the took gaming to the next level. At this point in time, I think in the competition, there's no there's there's no uh, there's no Nintendo. They don't really compete at this point in time. There's no Sega. They don't compete at this time. And I feel like Xbox was not really all that important to me. I, I never cared about Xbox. Still don't. I'm I'm a Microsoft fan, but not in in the console gaming. See, and that that for me was the opposite. Like yeah. I, I loved the PS2. I loved the PS1. It's what I took to college. But when I when I got my hands on the 360, I fell yeah. in love. Man. Well, I fell in love with the PS3 when I finally broke down and, and got one. Because um, I had, I had the the perception of. The system's going to come down in price. I just need to wait until it's not as popular. And if I want it in a, in a year, then I'll get it then. Well, it turns out I wanted it uh, sooner than that, so I got one. And, you know, it had a lot of titles at launch. One of my favorite games on the PlayStation because they continue to do what they started with, which is getting those independent, uh, those, those deals that were exclusive to just PlayStation, just Sony. Mm-hmm. And one of which being the game Infamous. Yeah. See, I feel, I feel that, but I have prototypes. So, prototype was close, but prototype I was no prototype. I, I I play both. I prefer prototype. That not can you play both? I haven't played either one of them. No, I've heard about them, and I heard uh, Infamous is a better game. Oh, that's what I'm talking. I about. mean, hey, uh, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's my opinion. I mean, it's cool. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> going with what false. I heard. Yeah, yeah. See, the, did you hear it from this man? Because he just said it. I want to be no, clear. Because uh, one, one of the other guys on. The podcast has infamous, and he t- told me that it was a pretty fun game to play. Yeah, one of the best games ever. I mean, you get to choose whether to be good or evil, yep. and and your and your actions change the game based on. Well, I guess your actions just change the game. And <laughs> Very good. Now, now, Fable is a is an Xbox game which has similar uh, similar mechanics to it, but it's not done in a way that is. As enjoyable as Infamous. I actually really enjoy Fable 2. I, I like Fable. I'm not going to give you uh, any, any argument there's on nothing, that. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, they, they both... That's one of the good things about this current situation. It's not like it was in the Sega, mm-hmm. Nintendo days. Now, there's a lot of exclusive titles that do tend to be better titles. Yeah. Because they're trying to entice you to buy a system. But one of the things that I don't get anymore is I just stopped. The 8th generation, the PS4, mm-hmm. the Xbox One, all of that. I went completely PC. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it makes more sense in my head. So I, I can't do it. Now, the PS4, you guys, anything, because I'm hands off on that completely. I haven't even played one. Yeah. Knock, what do you think? Uh, I haven't tried anything on the PS4. I did try, uh, I don't remember what the game was, but there was a PlayStation 3 uh, in a store, and I, I tried it there. And I I really would like to get another PlayStation, but uh, yeah. some of the titles on the Xbox are are also enticing. So, but there's a lot of cross platforming going on now too. That's right. I mean, that's a very interesting idea too. That has only yeah. recently, I think, come on where we can actually play games across from. Because used to you could play games on either system, and then you had exclusives, and then after exclusives, you got this whole deal. Yeah. Of now cross platforming is a deal again because for a long time, all the all the manufacturers would not want to play nice with each other. 
right, which is crazy to me. I feel like there's way more money to be made by having like this universal uh, this universal air arena where we can all play games. I like that because going back to PS2, just since you brought it up, on the on the PS2 you had Final Fantasy XI online. Yeah. Well, you could play Final Fantasy XI online oh, on the PC, Xbox yeah. and PC. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. Now, one of the things I don't like about the current generation, especially PlayStation, uh-huh. the incremental, the generational incremental versions, I don't like the idea of having a slim. I don't like the idea of having a pro. Yeah. In the same generation. It's like having an iPhone S or whatever and Android yeah, S. I don't like that either. I just don't like the fact that, that you're trying to sell me a, a PlayStation 4, but you're telling me, well, it's 40% smaller and it uses a le- less electricity. Right. Did anyone go, oh, no, I'm going to wait until they make one that takes le- less no, space? In not at all. They see a PS3 right. or PS4 and they go run to the store and sit outside for six hours in the cold. So it also makes you wonder why they didn't come out with that damn system, that variation of the system in the first place. Well, the technology is what the answer. They can make it for the same money. Uh, but my but my question is more this. Who the hell is buying these things? There are people like, that, that wait. Uh, to, you know, the Slim might be a little bit cheaper or something. And they'll, if they don't have the money up front to get a brand new PS4 opening day, right. you know, they, they might wait and get the Slim model. Or they might wait and get a, a package deal, you know, get a, a PS4 and Uncharted 4 for $300. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think that's Good exactly point. who buys them. But my question is, like, I guess more in the corporate mindset, who comes up with the idea that that's what we should sell because someone's going to buy it that way? Because to me, that's just that can't be a big part of your, your market share. Like, it shouldn't be. I mean, well, I'm just saying it, it can't because you've got people that have already bought the system. And then I guess there's a fair number of people that want the newest thing, so they're going to buy it anyway. You know, they're going to buy the newest version. And then there's people who are waiting, like he said, for, you know, the price to drop on the PS when the PS Pro comes out. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I just think it's a dumb model. I mean, I mean it's, if it's making, it must be making money, so it's working, but it's not for me. Yeah. Uh, I have, I've given up on Sony since the PS2. Yeah, and that's not a knock on them. It's just I've given up pretty much on console gaming since the PS2, with well, the exception of the 360. It, it was after the PS2 that Xbox finally put theirs out, so you you found yeah. a different path to take. You didn't give up. You just found something different. And I, I'm, well, I mean, I'm on, I'm on now. I'm on PC. Like I have a gaming laptop, I have a gaming computer, and that, that's what I use now. I use them for other things. I wouldn't have bought them because they're significantly more expensive usually. Now I have mine are used. And custom built, so I'm cheaper, but I'm still more than a console, probably. Not for the laptop, but for the home rig, but I use that for other things. Uh, the one thing I do want to give a lot of props to Sony for before we jump on to the personal feelings thing is their handheld. Yeah, okay. Uh, do you guys have any experience with the PSP? I do. Yeah, I had a PSP. What did you guys think of them? I thought the PSP was pretty cool. Yeah, I had a uh, fun time with it. Um, mine came with the package came with Ratchet and Clank, and um, the hell was that the treasure hunting national uh, treasure national treasure yeah, yeah national treasure two. It came yeah. with those two, and I got uh, God of War. God of War is my ultimate favorite game ever. I, I I can I can feel it because you know what my favorite one is on there Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I played Dante's Inferno for the first time on on a PSP, and then I was like, "Well, I'm going to get this for Xbox because it's amazing." 
played it on the Xbox and was like, it's junk. It plays so much better on the PSP. Uh, and then there's the PSP Go, you know, the little slidey one. Yeah. I never got one of those. Don't care about it. It looks cool. I would, I would love to get one for like collection sakes if I could pick one up for like under 50 bucks or whatever. And then there's the Vita, which is the last one that they just kind of jump shipped on. Yeah, there was the Vita. There was also, I'm not sure if it was a Sony phone or what, but there was also a phone slash PSP. Uh, it was oh, all right. digital yeah. digital downloads. Yeah. yeah, I had that phone. It was crap. Yeah, I, <laughs> it was a crap phone, but it was great for games. No, no, it was. That was the only reason I had it because yeah. I... Yeah, like I'm cheap like that, so I was like, "Well, if I can buy a phone and game on it, I'm done. I don't have to do anything." Uh, the original PlayStation One also had its own kind of handheld, but it also doubled as a memory card. Oh, that's right. Yeah, kind of like the uh, Dreamcast thing. Yeah, yeah. But the Dreamcast was a, it was just a simple card with like a LED or LCD screen, mm-hmm. whereas that was a full one. I forgot about that. That's that is cool. I always wanted a Vita, but then like before I could pull the trigger. To spend that kind of cash, uh-huh. they just kind of stop supporting it. Now, I know the community does a lot of things for it. Chris has one from yeah. the Nerdtastic 4. He loves it. It's touch on the back. It's got really nice control. I don't do that. Uh, the only thing I own is I picked up a NVIDIA Shield. That was like the last big gaming expense for consoles or whatever. Yeah. They were all sold out, and I got one from a guy that I knew that bought one at launch. Because at the time, Russians bought them all up, and you had to spend like $400 and get it shipped from Russia and hope you didn't get a brick. Man. Right? Well, you end up with Tom's Watto, and I'm not going to do that. So I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to just buy it from him. And he was like, well, I'll sell it to you at list price. So that was yeah. about uh, buying used at list price was about the best deal I knew I was yeah. going to get in a year. So I did it. That's true. Uh, but uh, Sony is the last decent handheld from a major manufacturer that I've had. Right. Since the Game Gear and Tiger, Tiger Electronics. And, and I like the, the PSP. The PS Vita I haven't really done much with. But the PSP, I like it a lot more than I like the DS. I feel like the PSP has a lot more, uh, as far as the library for the game or for the for the uh, the handheld device, it's got more of the, the third party stuff that I like to see. Also has more of the uh, overseas games I like to play. I like to play a lot of JRPG. Oh, imports, games. yeah, you imports, play a lot yeah. of imports, yeah, yeah, and they're there. You know, so Sony is not my bag. I would say that. And okay. I, like I told you, I was really amazed when you told me to check out the numbers because look how many they sold. Yeah. I really didn't think they were there. I just didn't. But out of the top seven consoles, I found all four Sony's are in the top <laughs> best selling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus, no. Right. Uh, the other three in the top seven were the Wii 360 and the NES, of course, because those would be the yeah. other contenders for best. Um, and then the top 10 is actually rounded out with the NES, the Genesis, and the N64. I feel like that's a really solid top four for like console systems. That's probably right as yeah. far as best console. I'd argue the Dreamcast belongs in there instead of the PS3 or 4, but whatever, man. I'm, I'm done. Sony sold, uh, I think, like just uh, clear 400 million consoles. That's a lot of consoles. It is. Nintendo's only sold 300 million. Damn. So they're, they're 100 million ahead of Nintendo. Now, Nintendo wins because the DS and the Game Boys sell like hotcakes. But I feel like that, that that number alone just says that Sony got their revenge on Nintendo, personally. Yeah, well, Ken did. Ken was like, I bet he just goes to sleep every night, just like underneath a Mario lamp, just because he can, just to be funny. That would actually be a hilarious commercial for good Sony. Night, good night, Mario. Yeah. Like, he just turns up the lights on it and goes to sleep. <laughs> It's like I almost did this to you in the early nineties. You know, oddly enough, he almost got fired from Sony. I don't know if you if you recall that, but he almost got fired. From no, Sony. tell me the story. I want to hear the story. So here's the deal, man. He was working on on with uh, and I'm Custer's about Revenge Ken. too. We're talking about Ken. He was working, in, yeah, Custer's Revenge too. 
he's working with uh, Nintendo, and Sony wasn't aware. Oh yeah, when the PlayStation first started out, right. he was looking to sell the chip, like Knock was saying. Exactly. He had the chip. He had the whole idea for it. He went to Nintendo, sold them before he sold Sony on it. Right. And then came back and was like, oh, I was going to tell you guys. Yeah. You I worked some, out a deal. You got to have some brass balls to be trying something like that. I mean, I, I don't know what I don't he, know if I just say that, then that's that's not PC at all. But what I, I mean, I feel like that just says it all. You've got that. You that epitomizes gangster. If you're talking <laughs> about gangster. In, in the gaming world. You know, this deal could have gone could have gone well with Nintendo. Coleco. Or, yeah. And, but Coleco came in, right? And so, instead of firing him, that's why they did the whole transition from the Sony... I mean, they really thought about yeah. it, though, bro. I mean, like I said, it was yeah. very contentious, not just to keep the project going, but to keep him around as head of the project after they did it. So, he's brilliant in my mind. He found a way to play on, on the Japanese culture, which... He's Japanese, but he was able to find... A yeah. way to say, "Hey, boss, to exploit. They, yeah. they screwed us. Let's let let's not let it in here. Let's get our revenge." And you know what's funny is that they announced the deal was not going to be with Sony, but with Philips. Right. Philips got screwed over too, and they yeah. ended up releasing the yeah. Philips CDI. Yeah. And that's the one that those god awful uh, Zelda games, the Zelda CD games, came out on. Oh, really? With the with the motion graphics, the full motion graphics. Oh. You know what oh. else is funny is. Uh, the PlayStation, I don't know if you guys know this, the PlayStation wasn't going to be, they weren't sure if it was going to be a lot of sprites or if it was going to be 3D. Yeah, I did know that. And then uh, Virtua Fighter and Virtua Racing came out. Right. And Sega did it and they saw the response in the arcades that people had to yeah. these 3D games. So they revamped the whole thing to be 3D. Right. So another thing, just kind of to expand on that, that I, I learned in my research was Virtua Fighter is, is the game that sold other developers. So when... Ken Kudaragi was actually going and talking to other developers, uh, developing companies, or third-party developers, rather, to try to bring them on board to make exclusive titles for PlayStation. They were saying this; they didn't know what to do with the 3D environment. It would be too hard to program. It would be too hard to write games there. Yeah. So they were they were like, no, we can't do this. But when Virtual Fighter came out, they, they looked, took a second look, and they were calling in. Those phone really, lines were really cool. Yeah. So I think it's time... Now that we've ran down the history and the little fun facts, yeah, to jump off into some good old personal opinions and hating. <laughs> what do you guys think? Sure. Ready for it? All right. Now the PlayStation. Uh, we all have varying levels. Sloan with his undying love and devotion. Uh, Knock with his his respect, and me with my semi disdain. <laughs> We're all on good levels here, guys. We're all friends. So let me let me ask you this: Best PlayStation, PS2, no. Yes. Where you fall? PlayStation 2, yes. PlayStation 2 is a definite yes. Okay. Best controller is PlayStation 2 yet again. I'm sorry. The PS3 controller is, I know it's supposed to be improvement. It's not. The PS3 controller is the same as the PS2 and controller. it's supposed to be an improvement according to them. It's like the Xbox One thing where we spent $10 million and decades of research into this. I'll give it to the PS3 because it's wireless. Mm, yeah, See, okay. Totally. Wireless, yeah. Okay, that. that's good. I like a wired controller, so I can't, I'm not going to. I like a wireless, so I'm not tethered yeah. to the screen. I got you. I, got I you. tend to move around when I'm playing. Yeah. Kind of Wait, embodied. Wait, you have motion controllers or you just do like the, the kung no, fu fighting? No, I do, you know, kung fu fighting and I'm ducking to the left as the character. I'm ducking to the left on the couch. Okay, okay. And when you race, do you, let me ask you this. When you lean forward, do you, do you think the car goes faster? I, I like to think so. I do too. It's it's a it's a scientific fact. Oh, you know the MotoGP tournaments I've won just because I was leaning, I was oh. leaning into my turns. Oh my god, no, that's not accurate. 
about. I don't know what you're talking about because in Soul Calibur, you will literally take your hand off during combos and act out the that's move so, with that's your so other different. hand. That's so different. <laughs> but it's true. Uh, all right, all right. So they're good. I'm now, playing the sniper the game. I'll hold my breath for the shot. Oh, you got okay. These are all scientific yeah. facts. That work, guys. We know we're sharing knowledge with these I mean, kids. I agree today. with that. Listeners are getting a school. I don't. They're getting a school. Yeah, man. A pro school. They're getting a school. Okay. They're getting a pro school. So let me ask you this: Games. What's your favorite PlayStation game? We knew by console because that's a big ass question. PlayStation One. Shalom. You got to pick one game, and it's going to be Final Fantasy Seven. And you just you already fucking know it's going to be Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. There was no. So if I didn't count, okay. So 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 fuck it. Let's break it down like this. Uh, PlayStation is such a um, an instrumental system that. Uh, I feel like it has different genres. So if we're talking about RPG, Final Fantasy VII. If we're talking about fighting game, Tobol number one. Ooh, no, I take that back. If we're talking fighting game, Battle Arena Toshinden. Okay. And then if we're talking about just any random game, I'm going to go with back to Final Fantasy VII. Actually, you know what? Yeah, back to Final Fantasy Okay. VII. Well, thank you for that. You're I'm surprised it wasn't Onimosha, but that's all right. I mean, you know. Uh-huh. Close second. Uh, Knock, what about you? For the PS1, it's a toss-up between WWF, SmackDown, I think it was 2, and Driver 2. Driver 2 was my introduction to open-world gaming, where you can just get out of the car, run around. That's pretty good. That's a good choice. I forgot about it. So I'm trying to think. I really like the original Medal of Honor. Oh, and Twisted Metal. Twisted Twisted Metal Metal, you can put into a CD player if you go to, like, track 10. You can actually listen to music. Yeah. Now, was Tr- Twisted Metal Black was that PS One? No, that wasn't. That wasn't PS One. That was like PS Two. 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 Okay. Yeah. It would have been early two. Uh, Twisted Metal is a really fun, fun game because I, I I still play it like Gas Guzzlers. Oh, dude! I can't believe uh, I forgot about this game. So uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think if there's anything. I really like the original Medal of Honor. I played it. Uh, I played hours with it on there. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna be a toss up between that and Twisted Metal. What about Bushido Blade? No. Uh, no. You know, I'm just not. I'm not into the games you are. Like on this, this is the on the console. It's just not where we do it. Uh, yeah. I play Dynasty Warriors, uh, Dynasty Warriors, but that's more of a PS2 thing for me as far yeah. as I go. There's some good Gundam games on the PS1, but that's it, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm, yeah. I, I'm just PS2 though. This is this is the big, yeah. the granddaddy of them all, as Jr. would say from uh, wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a slob knocker. All yeah. Right. All right, all right. What, what, where do you guys fall on this? Where do, where do you, what do you think, Not uh, PS2 favorite game of all time is God of War, the God of War series. Second is Mercenaries, and third I'll put this, the the uh, Grand Theft Auto games. I really thought you were going to say Black. I like Black. Uh, Black was good. Yeah, I, most of my gaming time was spent on the PS2. Yeah, that's that's me too. I would say yeah. it's still probably the the P I, not the PS, but the three sixty is probably closely coming up on it. Mm. The longer I have it, uh, for me, I'm gonna go Resident Evil Four. What the fan? Resident Evil Four, the greatest Resident Evil, probably the best PlayStation Four. Or Shin Megami Tensei. No, okay, mm. stop with that. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. That yeah, was a good game. Shadow of the Colossus yeah. is up there, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really want to throw out there besides like Dynasty Warriors. Mm. But I really enjoyed some of the Dynasty Warriors titles on on there. Uh, the Prince of Persia games were pretty good too. Were they? Yeah. The Force Unleashed in, in GT three. See, I had the Force Unleashed on the PSP. You know, I, I I will put it this way: 
the number one game is of course Tekken Tag. I don't, I'm, but I'm not. I'm throwing eh. that out of my mind. Eh. No, I'm saying for me. Oh, for I'm you. Throwing okay. out, I'm throwing it out. My, I'd, I'd have to say my number one game. If I had to just choose one for the PS2, it'd have to be um, San Andreas. Yeah, that was the game. No, I'm, I'm just sticking with the four: Dynasty Warrior Four, Resident Evil Four. Yeah. If it's not Tekken Tag, that's it for me. I don't know. Now, uh, is there anything else about those systems that you guys would have would, would say? Do they play another role? Are they a touchstone to you to something? So, like, and for me, just be, like, talking about the PS2, the PS2 did what the Dreamcast was trying to do with online gaming and took it to the next level, I feel like. Uh, the hard drive, there was only a couple of games that actually utilized the hard drive, but you were able to do something neat, like move your the games that were saved on your memory card mm-hmm. to your hard drive and move them back from your hard drive to your memory card. So it also gave you the ability to go online and hook this hard drive up to a computer and just download games from that other people, or excuse me, game saves that other people had from their PlayStation. And, and I thought that was pretty neat, a good way to share processes. In fact, now that I think about it, after I leave here tonight, I might go home, upload my, uh, <laughs> upload my, or hook up my hard drive to my computer and download some save files for Final Fantasy VII. Just, just a thought. Uh, PlayStation was the first console that I bought for myself. With my own money, so it actually yeah. was my console. Um, so that's why I kind of le- lean towards PlayStation and the PS2. I racked up so many hours, just wasted sitting in front of that. Um, yeah, so I, the, the PS2 really is my favorite. I used it as a DVD player. I used it as yeah. a, oh, a game yeah. console. I I, th- I I think it's one of the best looking ones. Yeah. When you said that, I was thinking about it. You said sitting in front of it. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. It looks. It's still one of my favorite designs. For, like design. I think the NES has a great design. I think it has a great design. Yeah. Also, like a lot of Sega stuff. Knock. Why? Why do you think that it, it is that you that PlayStation was your first system that you bought for yourself? Why do you think that is? I had a hundred dollars. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, that that's how it works, bro. So it's so kid it's rich over here doesn't I'm, understand I'm, these things. Yeah. My new nickname is gonna be Kid Rich. Is that it? <laughs> I have a, I have a different I have a different experience, but uh, my opinion is the same. I love the hard, I love the hardware capabilities, yeah. Shalom. But my thing was because you could hack the hard drive, you could hack the hard drive, yeah, and you could load, you could load, you could boot in, and you could play burnt games. You could, you can even run an operate uh, version of Linux. On yeah, it too. you can run a server off of yeah. it. I've done it. I've run a PS2 server. Yeah, what was uh, the, the? I don't remember. It was a company, or if it was the Air Force or something, that bought up a whole bunch of PS3s yeah. and turned it into a server rack. Yeah, wow. they 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 made a supercomputer by hooking them together, networking all the cell processors. They did it. Now the PS3, I, I don't have anything nice to say about, so we can talk about it. But I wanted to finish off with the PS2. So, well, not before I move on. Not the reason I asked the question about what made what you, what I thought made you buy the PS or go to PS instead of going to a different system is because it's interesting that the advertising at that point in time from Sony was targeted towards the young adults. They, their thought was, if you're 23, you, you always want to go back to the time that you feel 19. And if you're under nine and you're under 19, you always want to feel like you're 19. So that was the sweet spot for them was targeting that young adult age. Now, I, I realize 19 is not really uh, much of an adult, but for the purpose of advertising, I thought they were ingenious with their marketing because they, they targeted that 
that particular age? Uh, no, I, I think it was because that I had played some games. I believe at the time that I bought the PlayStation, I was running uh, Sega Saturn. The games weren't that great. The graphics were okay. I didn't have a huge library, but I'm looking at the PlayStation and I can play Mortal Kombat on that, and I can't play that on the Sega Saturn. So, so that's what sold was Mortal Kombat. Mortal Even Kombat. though you could play Knights. Yes. Oh, yeah. Knights, was, well, Knights was good, but it just you get tedious. and yeah. You go get Echo the Dolphin and you put it in. <laughs> These are the, <laughs> I, uh, Alien vs. Predator was the, the game that I played the most on the Sega Saturn. <laughs> That's that's a, that's a valid deal. I actually think I own Aliens vs. Predator, and I don't own you Saturn. Don't, oh, but you don't own Necro the Dolphin? <laughs> that game. Sega was excited about that game, and I thought that game was worthless. They they tried to replace uh, Sonic with Echo for a little while. Do you remember that? Like, I, do. I don't know how yeah. he was going to do anything, because he's just running around. <laughs> how did that go again? Can we get that noise one more time? No, I can, just play, I, can play, I can play it back. <laughs> I can just play it back. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's anything you can say that isn't true about the PS2. It's such an amazing system. It, it is. I mean, it does everything, and even till this day, I think the graphics hold up well enough that you can enjoy it without feeling like you're playing like a second tier system. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there's some things about it, I guess, I don't like, like the fact that they don't make games for it anymore. That, that's really it. The PS2 is perfect, man. They made games for it for a while, though. Uh, I think 2013 or 15 was like the last time that a yeah. game was officially released. So, um, you were saying you want to talk about the PS3, so go ahead. Oh, now, yeah. It's a good time so for the PS3. PS3. The PS3 to me is, is really a, an instrumental system in my life. It's, it's an instrument? It's an instrumental system. So we're trying to we're just trying to make up new words and, and we're gonna add this to my my created vocabulary. Uh, but with PlayStation, with the PlayStation Three, I felt like it, it had it had new technology like the uh, that attract that I found attractive, like the Blu-ray player. I really liked that. Um, up to that point, I would have never gone out and bought a Blu-ray player. I would never. So, bought so you one. bought a Blu-ray player. That's... So I bought a Blu-ray player that also plays games. Okay. Yeah. Now. Uh... So so connect. You're here. Hold, hold on. Yeah, we had we had somebody else join us. Not listeners. Sorry, we had somebody else join us. Shalom. Introduce oh, who you have yeah, in the so, studio here with us. So in quick. the studio today with us, uh, we have connect. You might have heard him uh, kind of utter some words. He, he's been ago. laughing in the background. He's been trying to enjoy himself steadily yeah. drinking, but he has something at this point which to say. Uh, here, I'll let you borrow my headphones in case the guest has anything to say. I'll. I'll step back so you can come over here real quick. He's going he's gonna to lay some wisdom on us because he is an old school gamer himself. <laughs> he a is man an old of school knowledge. The man, the man is going on 45. Shut your mouth. So, so you said you had some, some knowledge you wanted to um, drop on us. What kind of knowledge do you have? What do you, what do you need to say to us that, the, that you feel it would be beneficial to the conversation, my friend? Please, please enlighten us. Well, it's, it's not really knowledge. Um, you know, um, the Philip uh, Philip uh, CDI was the first, the very first uh, game system to do with uh, a CD CD system. That was it, it blew over. Like um, the, the name of the game was um, a headhunting game, kind of maybe like a not headhunting, but oh. it was like a he was like headbutton. Oh, okay. Bonk. That was that. Bonk. Bonk. Is that yes. what it was? Bonk. Oh, yes. That sounds like a yes. terrible game. Yeah, he's called Bonk. He was like a bald. Bald kid wearing a loincloth. Yes. 
That was that was that was the first, that was the very first CD system. It didn't it didn't go far with Phillips. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bonk. I'm I'm glad you you um, you knew the name of it because I, I forgot the name of it. That is a ridiculous name for a game. So, what about your experience with the the PlayStation? Just PlayStation One. Kind of run us through that, man. What about your experience? PlayStation One. Um, I remember that in '98. Uh, um, they had Tekken. Of course, they had Tekken in uh, the arcade. Okay. And then Tekken uh, Tekken One was in the arcade, and then Tekken Two came out in um, the PlayStation. Um, the PlayStation Five? No, 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 we're not quite there yet. Shut up. <laughs> Not, not the, the PlayStation, the PlayStation One, yeah. uh, Tekken Two came out and uh, for the system, you know, because um, b- back in the day, um, um, some systems had arcade games and the actual arcade. When you went there, some of them followed over to the actual game consoles, but some of them didn't. You know, yeah. okay, you know, you got like Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's true. You got Tekken. Yeah. You know, you got like. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other ones, and you know. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of uh, arcade games that they tried porting to the the home entertainment systems, and it just didn't work out well. Either the right. the uh, they didn't get the gameplay right. Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. like you said, is is a, a huge one that you know you have a four person co op in the arcade system, and you can only play one person, and it's clunky uh, at best right. on the home system. Like- so. You know how Nintendo uh, just took over the uh, Ninja Turtles and you know they they did yeah. this thing. Yeah, they did. I agree. One, two, and three, and shit, and the arcade did the same. You know, it's like. So, what do you think about your experiences with the PlayStation Two? Can you share that with us? Oh um, well, PlayStation Two, man, I'm an old head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shalom likes to mess with me about that. Uh, PlayStation Two, man. I'm a, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Tiger fan, and my brothers used to, we used to go back and forth, bashing each other up with with, with Tekken, and uh, Tekken was over like Tekken Three, with PlayStation Two and shit. Yeah, yeah. Tekken, yeah, Tekken um, Three is the the game that I owned that I had to rent a console to play. Yeah, that's that's where it's at right now. You know, matter matter of fact, I was actually gonna try to play uh, Tekken Tag. Two, um, on the Xbox, uh, Xbox One. Uh, today I was, you know, I changed my mind. Had to get in this conversation right here, and I, li- I like to hear your, your your knowledge on on gaming and everything. So, what about the PlayStation Three? Do you have a lot of experience with the Three? Um, I don't have a lot of experience with the Three, but my girl's gaming too. You know, um, yeah. Fallout. Fallout. That's 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 her deal. Fallout. Fallout. That hard ass game. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in one game of the year, but it, it's hard. You know, to me, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know about y'all. What, what? How do y'all? How do y'all feel about that? Uh, Not- I've I've played Fallout. I think it was Fallout Two on the 360, and I couldn't get the hang of it. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Fallout. I've never been a fan of Fallout. Um, I find that. That type of RPG it bores me. But more to your point from earlier, you mentioned you know this was the first console where you would actually play games on that you felt that you could beat. I I kind of agree with that. You know, I played. I mentioned a game Kabuki Quantum Fighter earlier from like Nintendo days. Yeah. 
That game was really difficult. But a game that was even more difficult than that was a game called Solstice on the Nintendo. And I found it really incredible to to play it and, and get through the game. And, and it was one of those games where you couldn't save your progress. You you had to play through the game in one in one sitting or you lost your all your progress and start all the way over. I mean, that's just how it was. But with the advent of a memory card for the PlayStation, I mean, they already came out of the game or out of the box with a setup that was preparing you mm, for long-term true. gaming. Right. And I that's mean, what I one thing I really appreciate about Sony. I did not think of that. Yeah. You were right. That's the first system that I had actual memory cards that I can remember that I had. Yeah. Memory cards, God bless. I love memory, memory cards. Memory cards are great. I if uh, a friend of yours had the same game, he could take your card exactly. over to his house and save his progress. Yeah, well, no, yeah, you could load one and save them the other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or even better, yeah, I just remember just being able to save, like, multiple games. Because I used to have a real bad problem of, like, starting a game. Yeah. Like, on the PS3, or the PS2, you could actually, you know, browse and delete. Yeah. And move. Loved it because I'm a kleptic gamer. So I would start a game and it'd be like, oh, I'm not going to finish this right now. Yeah. And I'll play it like a month later. Just how many? Could play it anytime, anytime I wanted. Yeah. I mean, so it was cool to be able to stop and go back. Because I remember loving Zelda. But, man, playing it and saving it and come back was a prayer sometimes. Yeah. Now, to be fair, Nintendo had a system for some of their games that you could save. Like Final Fantasy, it was... You hold the you hold the power button and no, press they, they, the reset they had button. Save, they had savings. Why I said ways of prayer is because most of them ran on a battery. Right. Very true. Uh so sometimes that would mess up, and sometimes just the cart would get messed up. Right. But yeah, I really liked the memory cards. That was that's actually I didn't or think about cold. Yeah. Oh yeah, just oh, to get an code. old code that you would re-enter to get it would it would bring back your deal. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any any other cool things about it. I don't really have anything. You guys. Covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. And in fact, uh, Connect did a really good job. I, I was going to say, you know, we're going to do one, man. Uh, about old school gaming? About old school gaming. It's all the systems that no one talks about, like the CDI. Yeah. He brought up the CDI. No, not many people know about it. CDI, up the, the 3DO, the uh, yeah. Hudson. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're going to bring up the Pippin, all of those. In a later show, the last show of the year, of this, not of um, this are, year. Yeah. Are we also going to talk about rocks and, and sticks? I, mean, I don't know. We can. I, I don't know. I know that's what you had during your childhood. He was kid rich. Hey, now, do you remember the bubble games where you try to put the hoop on the little peg inside oh, by yeah. pushing bubbles? Yes, I do I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that's what we had, Shalom. We had those in Tiger Electronics. Yeah. They were little LCD men that just flickered back and forth. I'd ask for Castlevania or Ninja Turtles for Christmas for the Nintendo, and I'd get a tiger. That's exactly oh. how it worked. That's how that's how real life oh. was, Shalom. You got a Tiger Electronics. Oh, Not your parents that sent oh, the maid to the gosh. store because you got the wrong version of the game, which you went the first time. Oh, see, that's that's not it, man. Uh, you got these folks thinking that I'm, oh, uh, man, that, this is not even true. None of this stuff is true. I got to go ahead and just put that out there. None of this <laughs> stuff he's saying today is true, although it is a little true. So. I, actually ha- I actually had a cup and ball, so I still might have it. You know what a cup and ball is? I know what a cup and ball is, man. Okay. I-, I know these things. I saw them in a museum once. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's why somebody gets told that they played with them because they're part African. If you why. ever get up, get to uh, New York State, upstate New York, and you go to, uh, is it in Rochester or Ithaca? I think it's one of those. You go to the Strong Museum of Play. They have an yeah. awesome setup. Arcade games and NES 
every kind of console you can think of, they have set up there that you can play. How far is that from the financial district? What the fuck are you talking about? From Wall Street? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Across yeah, the like, state. See, okay, this, this, so, you're talking to Kid Rich here. No, no, How no, far no. is it from Park Avenue to, to this <laughs> place in which you speak? When I, when I say <laughs> New York, I'm talking about upstate New York. <laughs> but, okay, but he says across the state. And I'm sorry. You forget, we're Texans. So when you say across the street, like everyone thinks that us and Colt 45 should just hang out. I don't think they realize that I can literally drive to like St. Louis easier than I can to Houston. Yeah, so, no freaking joke. Uh, it's yeah, it's like ten or twelve about. hours across yeah, our state. So yeah, uh, the Strong Museum was two hours yeah. from me, so it's about nine hours from New York City. Nine hours. Nine hours from New York City. Okay. So so I apologize for my nice. for my question on that. The question was so, so I could figure out the ad for the, the distance. Yeah, I'm New York. On occasion, I'm in New York, but I'm I'm only in the financial district area. I mean, I know that sounds okay. So I'm there for work. As to why I'm in the financial district area, not making him sound like a rich asshole. I'm not. I'm not. I only travel to you know New York for three or four days to hang out in the financial district and then fly back to Texas. (laughs) Ask him about Bridgeport. About Bridgeport. Bridgeport? Yeah. Yeah. No one. No one likes Bridgeport. Whatever. I feel like New Jersey is, is an entire better state. Just gonna go ahead and throw. What about Bridgeport? Hey, let's, Bridgeport? Let's listen. Uh, Bridgeport <laughs> is probably New York City is about six hours from me. So let's say seven. Seven. It's seven hours from where he is. That's not bad. Seven hours. Yeah. See. Yeah. That's my hometown right there. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Okay. I'm gonna kick it over in New Jersey with the with the no, Sopranos. No, no, no. No, you're you're right. I probably wouldn't. Uh, they don't have maids there, so you. Oh, okay, you got jokes. Uh, but anyway, to get jokes. back to the subject today, and the man's trying to tell us about a cool gaming museum, which I, for one, really want to visit now. Uh, that too. So I'm praying our patrons so on Patreon, just right? Because uh, I, I sit here with my lonely collection of consoles, hoping to one day buy a TV and power packs for them all. I, I see them. I see them in the, um, the cubicles right there. But uh, one day. Yeah. Uh, Get him out. I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say about PlayStation, about how it just changed the face of entertainment in a lot of ways. Because you mentioned the ads earlier, and one of the ones I remember, Are You Ready? Oh, where they, they yes. had the R, the U, or yeah. no, no, it was U, R, not Red, E. So it was an E that was red. Yeah, but they, oh, they had, but they also had the Are You Ready? Oh, they had the Are You Ready? One. Yeah, I, but I remember the You Are Not Ready. I remember that. I, that was... That's that's hilarious. That's some of the best gaming uh, advertising I next agree. to the uh, what Nintendo don't and the next level. Sega yeah. owns that arena, but PlayStation did a very good job. Well, PlayStation came. I mean, since you mentioned that, if we listen to the console wars, you know, because I, I I love the console wars, the book, and part of part of what they did was Sony took over. Actually, Sony of America kind of came in and they took over and doing to Sega. What Sega did to Nintendo with the attack ads and whatnot. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So you said it's in the book they cover that? They do. Yeah. Sega attacked Nintendo pretty pretty bad. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, yeah did. they did. And yeah. but he's saying that PlayStation and Sony did yeah. the same thing. You know, it's interesting that one of the one of the, the Sony executives, marketing executives, his name was Race, he actually worked for Sega. And was his was, last name Race Bannon? Was it I, Race I checked Bannon? that too. It, it was. It was. It was. Dude, Race Bannon is my spirit animal. Like I love Johnny Quest for some reason. Love Quest. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounded terrible. I said Love Quest. No, love not Quest. Love Quest, Quest for love. love. No, I mean, Quest Love. Mm. Quest love from the Roots. It's all right. 
I don't I don't know. Uh, final final thoughts from anyone on this because I am my final thoughts are I, I just can't get over how amazing the PS2 was. It was a crowded market. Mm-hmm. It had already been done. Forget the fact that the PS2 had fucking come in and smashed the shit out of everything. Yeah. The PS1 was the biggest thing in gaming. It was. They came in. You couldn't yeah, follow. Yeah. You weren't going to follow that up. There was no way to follow yeah, that up. For real. And then all of a sudden, the PS2 came and mm-hmm. just forever changed the fact that, no, you can make a good console. No, selling a million isn't, a uh, hundred million isn't that big of a deal. Longevity yeah. is a huge deal nowadays. And they smashed out of the park. The catalogs, the networking, mm-hmm. the features, all of it just, I love the system. So, yeah. Mark, what do you have? Final thoughts on PlayStation. Uh, I will always be a PlayStation fan. If I can go back and unsell my PS2, I would. Yeah, true words. I'm not going to say that I have one still <laughs> again because I don't want to be called Hood Rich or what did you call me, Rich Kid? Kid Rich. Kid Rich. That's what it was, man. That's terrible. Okay. It, it, I mean, but you you would you would still have the PS2. I mean, what's your takeaway from PlayStation? Because I know you're a huge fan. I take away from PlayStation. I spent a lot of years, and I want to say it's it was my favorite time to be a gamer was when the PS2 was out. Mm. That is that is true statement. I like the way you put that, man. That is very. I feel that with the passion. Shalom, what about you? So for me, my my thoughts on PlayStation as a whole is when PlayStation came into the market, uh, Sega had fifty two percent of the market share at that point in time. Meaning Nintendo had basically the other share. There was a point in time where the guy who created uh, EA Games was trying to compete with uh, with Sega, and there was like some sort of lawsuit going on because he tried to backwards compatible, or he tried to backwards oh, engineer, backwards engineer, engineer the, 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 the Genesis. Genesis. So yeah, I, that. I mean that's a story of its own. But the the point I was I was bringing up is that that market was was saturated between right. Sega and Nintendo. But PlayStation was able to come in and remain innovative and create a new, or to carve their own piece out of the pie, which in a sense actually took shares from both companies and made it their own. So I really like the fact that even in this day and age, or in that day and age, it isn't impossible to remain innovative and to bring out a, a particular product that is revolutionary to the market. Yeah. I mean, that's just really sums it up both ends for me. I agree. They were innovative. They did something awesome, and the time to be alive, man, was when yeah. that, when the yeah. when the yeah, Nintendo when yeah, the Nintendo came out, when N sixty four came out. Mm-hmm. Those are times, and when the PS two came out, for me, yeah. those are the best times of my life as a gamer. I like PS three because PS three was the advent of having that 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 gaming that gaming console that was also an entertainment console and that could network with your with See, your PC. I, I just, I, I, I'm just not a fan of that, but mm-hmm. I, I understand why people would be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm sorry that go ahead. No, go ahead. Sitting no, there. go ahead. You know, the four has no. How you be Sony and have a console and not have the capabilities to play music CDs? Yeah. How how do you do that? I don't. I mean. I'm I'm How? against well, as much as I love the multifunctionality of some of these yeah. consoles, man. How do you do that? For me, there's a point where console gaming should just be about the gaming. So I disagree with that. No, I mean, but here's my thing: because then you're competing with computers, and computers always win against cut down computers. I mean, that's just fair, and that's the thing: consoles and computers are going to connect 
eventually they're gonna be the same thing. They're gonna be they're all gonna be the same like the Matrix. Kind of. uh, no, he's just saying that you won't you won't be able to tell the difference. You'll uh, you'll yeah. buy one and it'll practically be the yeah. other. I and I feel that because for me that's true. I ha- I'm sitting here with the A yeah. now. I, I'm not kid rich, so this is a very <laughs> old <laughs> this is a very old Alienware that that's I bought from eBay, you know. which is the store of mine, not Amazon. See, you go to the store, you go to Best Buy. I go to the store, I go to Easy Pawn. You go online to shop, you go to Amazon. I go online to shop, I go to eBay. That's how it's going to be. So, there you I go. See, in real life, we, yeah. the rest of us. So, one thing, one thing, by the way, before you take this on, on a completely no, weird No, I'm, I'm ending it. One thing I want to mention about the PS4 that I don't like, and this is something that I hope Sony is actually listening to this because it pissed me off. They, Blu-ray technology for, for music, or excuse me, for head, headset. I can't use my normal blue Bluetooth oh, headphones as a, as the what the the medium for the music connection or the the sound connection, you can't use it. them on there for the Blu-ray music. That is correct, or any kind of headphones like that. So I have to buy the Sony branded or Sony approved mm-hmm. Bluetooth headphones to use mm-hmm. Bluetooth headphones on my. And I know you guys are all about the wireless. See, yeah. see, I just stick this little piece into that little piece, mm-hmm. and I get all the music I want. So I don't ever have a well, problem. But I hear that's how kids happen. So I'm going to avoid that. And I don't know. You, you want kids, not me. So <laughs> you I take soon. your word for it. You're gonna learn soon. You're gonna learn soon, guys. <laughs> no, I, I have to. I have to agree with Shrilong. When it comes to gaming with kids, it was fine when my my son was very little. I can feed him. You know, have the the bottle underneath my chin and him cradled in my arms while I'm playing PS2. But now you can't do shit with a cord. Well, I, I have questions of not. Is it going to be just as bad? Like, I'm worried because I might have a kid. Uh, I, since everything's going motion controlled in VR, yeah. I'm worried I'm going to have to have like a baby Bjorn on and like swinging around <laughs> with the baby just like flailing in front of me while I'm like, Ay-ya! yeah, just, just put him in the backpack. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they can hold, they can hold my ammo. Like, my back. I'm like, here, hold this. Bang it together. It's like, what's happening? It keeps saying I'm reloading. It's like, I had to give him something to play with. No, I, the, the, the number one reason uh, I'm scared to have kids as a gamer. I'm not scared to have kids for, I want kids, but the reason I'm scared to have kids is uh, the room we're recording in would be their room shalom. And as you can see, it's full of comics and consoles and action figures. So I'm like, well, I've already learned from having my nephews over. I thought my house was okay. Yeah. And they destroyed, like, everything within five minutes. Yeah, because that's kids. Yeah, well, I've learned a lesson. So, going forward, I will always have a PS2 in my collection, and I will always keep kids away from, <laughs> from my shit. His kids are the oldest. Him, him and Danny. His kids are the oldest. Yeah. 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 So, how, how is it gaming with older kids? We're having a side tangent um, here, but you guys are entertaining me with this. So, not do you have older kids? No, my kids are five and three. You want some Five and, I'm sorry, five and what? Three. Five and three. Five and three, okay. My kids are nine and twelve. And they they kinda <laughs> so we take turns gaming. Uh, we, <laughs> we have a we have a Wii for them. Uh, we also have the PS3. Oh, and they have a DS because I bought them a DS, a DS to get them away from the PlayStation. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah. And they so they play on the DS, but Did he say nine and twelve? Yeah, nine and twelve. And and they spend a lot of time trying oh, to uh, uh jump between the the Wii the PS3, the DS, 
And then now that I have a PS4, they want to come out and play the PS4 minutes in my office and off limits to them. <laughs> so, which means that while I'm not at home and they are, they're probably out there playing on the PS4. So, so again, to reiterate, like 40 PlayStations, some DSs, <laughs> a Wii in my uh, office while yeah. I fly to New York in the financial <laughs> district. My kids are playing on my PlayStation 4. What a horrible life I have. You're that kid rich. <laughs> Whereas, Knock, I'm going to assume you have a very different story to tell me about what to watch out for. Uh, keep the Wii where the kids can get to it. Have dancing games and Mario Kart. Oh, that's, that's, see, that's smart. We, we do have some of those. Yeah, I've got, DD, I've got DDR pads, DDR, though, yeah. that I can DDR's throw out. Game. Be like, here you go, kids. Wear yourselves out. That's smart. Pull out the that. old NES oh. and the trackpad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Or a power glove. Yep. I think yeah. kids would get a kick out of that old ass technology. That is old technology. Or the super scope. Oh, I'm a super scope. I mean, I've got zappers, so kids would probably have fun with that. Speaking of which, we're talking about PlayStation peripherals now. What True. about what about the the PlayStation Move and the PlayStation iToy? Oh, you know what? That's a good point. We didn't talk about those. I hate them. I hate them. I'm not a fan <laughs> of the Wii. I loved there playing. What? I loved playing uh, Twilight Princess. Oh, once yeah. the Skyward Sword came out, it's a completely different uh, movements, and it's a lot more physical movement than Twilight Princess was because that was a port from the GameCube to the Wii. So, you know, you had right. a little bit more control when it came to the buttons, but with Skyward Sword. You're just moving all the time, and I got tired of it, and I never finished the game. That sounds that sounds fair because I I have the same judgment against that. I'm actually a fan of the Wii. I enjoy the Wii quite much. Um, but the move, like the rest. Yeah. Well, the move. Uh, I'm not a fan of the move, and a lot of that is because my kids love to kind of get on the with the with the move, and they like to play the just dance game, and then I can't get them out of, from in front of the TV. And so once we get them, once we get them back in their room with their own consoles and whatnot, that'll be fine for them to have their friends over and play the with the uh, the system that way in their room. I don't want to hear it, Desmond. And they'll have a good time on their own away from away from my system and my entertainment, and it'll be a great life. So that way, I can go to their room and we can kind of we can have that bonding time in there instead of having the bonding time in the living room where everyone is forced to do the the games that they want to have. We could spend that time, and I realize that this slightly sounds British, like how British uh, British aristocracy would have their kids play with the nanny for ninety percent of the day, and then they'd come in and spend about five minutes with them. But but this would give us a time for us to all be in their room, and I feel like it's more personal then because it's their space that we're spending time in together, all of us. Kid rich. <laughs> so I learned a lot. <laughs> Mostly that I should just get adopted by you, but also <laughs> that uh, you know the PlayStation had a lot of innovative features, but I think they were all part of the console, probably, yeah, and not you. the the peripherals. Uh, also, I've learned about kid gaming; it's possible. Apparently, both you guys pull it off, so that sounds good. Because yeah, I do want to raise my kids with some sort of you gaming should. deal. Absolutely, sure. Uh, I have nothing to add to PlayStation. I was kind of done at the PS2 because I just love it, and that's yeah. all I have to say about that. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything else other than if you don't have a PS2 or if you don't have a PlayStation product, you should go out and get a PlayStation product today and enjoy PlayStation gaming. 
I think if you're going to go out and get a PlayStation product of any kind, start with the PS2. I agree. Excellent. So, not where can people find you? Because I'm, I'm thinking they're going to really enjoy hearing your thoughts on this show, and I want to be able to know where you are. Well, if you want to get a hold of me personally, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at Archer's Knock, or if you want to be uh, the other way, caressed by the soothe, sultry tones of your voice. If you if you are want you to today? listen to the show, you can find uh, <laughs> the Geek Yoga Podcast on iTunes, uh, Satchel. Stitcher and our main hub is through the same one you're through. No, nerdpodcastmafia.com. No. <laughs> you Podbean. Don't, are you guys up? Podbean. No, Podbean. I haven't uploaded anything yet. Um, uh, that's good because we got a virus apparently or something yeah, this morning. Yeah, I, I so. saw that. But it's safe now so people can visit it and get all the content apparently except for Geek Yogurt. But you can just check out Geek Yogurt or hashtag nerdpodcastmafia. Nerd, we also nerd, retweeted uh, hashtag pattern family hashtag nerd podcast mafia uh, at yogurt piece or at yogurt podcast, which is also run by me. So either way, you're going to talk to me. And yeah, you're really going to like the show. I have to say full of knowledge. Funny guy. Yeah. All the guys on there are really the chemistry. I'm really amazed by it. Wait. So not one, one closing question I have for you yeah, man. is before before I, we wrap up, in a battle between Superman oh and Goku, who wins? Uh, what kind of training has Goku gone through? Goku is, has saved the world several times. No, no, no. Yes, saying, but what, is, is, is his training limited to just Master Roshi? Master Roshi? Where, put him oh, in the no, series. No, no. Where is he? So what gonna, Saiyan level has he achieved? So, Where is he? So he's gone Super Saiyan. Well, well let's, let's cut out GT and go Super Saiyan three. Super Saiyan three, Goku. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. Okay, well, thank you. I, I, I think mean, we all always agree on this, and yet he's he asks everyone this question. I try to get through the show with it, and he either sneaks here right at the beginning, right in the middle, or right at the end. It's never three quarters of the way or a third of the way through. Anyway, thank you for coming. Thank you, and joining for me you for Kid Rich. Oh wow. For, uh, a good time talking about the PlayStation <laughs> and fatherhood and other things. Uh, Shalom, do you have anything to say to the guests before we leave? Uh, Not. We really appreciate you coming on today and regaling us with your, your PlayStation knowledge and whatnot. And then also just kind of letting us have a good time, uh, just chat about PlayStation. So we appreciate that. I appreciate Looking you guys having me on. I thank you very much.